Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Night Brigade presents Agent Stoker, created by Chris Connor and Brian Nelson. Episode 208, Hanging. He is Agent Stoker. Just getting the recording started. Yes, I'm Agent Stoker, and this is Agent Arcos. We work for the Night Brigade. Yeah, 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 the Night Brigade. I know all about it. A decentralized network of agents tracking events that could lead to the end of the world. I'm surprised you find me so quickly. Well, a woman in her early 20s, living in Rome, but originally from Berlin, daughter of Emil Goethe, yes. The details for Paloma Goethe popped right up. And then you use your tech skills to track me to this cocktail bar. We're sorry if that felt invasive. <laughs> That's nothing compared to living with the invasive bots carrying my father's intel. Imagine having everything Emil Goethe knew swirling about suddenly in your brain. His adventures, his contacts, his agents like you. We're not his agents. You're not? Mm Mm-mm. He sent you here to check on me. Or at least, he sent you, Agent Arcus. It was his last request. We were with him when he died. Our condolences. I really appreciate that you stuck up for me, Agent Stoker. Um, pardon me? You told my father that you thought I should have the chance to agree to carry on his work rather than having it forced on me. You've heard my recording of our encounter? Nine. I have my own recording. It was made by the bots in my father's bloodstream. And now that those bots are in my bloodstream, lucky me, I can play it back just by concentrating. She has to. It's only the fate of the world we're talking about, not just the world, all existence. So consent is just another word for nothing left to lose. Pardon me? You haven't asked this child of indeterminate years whether she wants to work with a decentralized network out to stop the apocalypse? She knows who I am. She knows what I do. And is that why she lives in Rome while you're fading away, maybe? Very sharp, Agent Stoker. I'm not sure how you knew I came to the Eternal City to get away from my father, but <laughs> good eye. As a psychologist, you develop certain intuitions. I salute you. Scusi, altri tre Garibaldini. You're having three more of whatever that is? It's a Garibaldi, and I thought you each might like one, <laughs> especially Agent Stoker. Mm, you really do know about us. I don't drink quite like he does, thank you. Okay, then I'll have the other one myself. I asked for them to be made with an American aperitive. (laughs) I'm filled with bugs after all, and Campari is not, not any longer. (laughs) Uh, you've totally lost me. A Garibaldi is a cocktail normally made with Campari and orange juice, but Campari originally got its red color from crushed beetles called coconeels. Nowadays, they seem worried about the supply chain for Beatles, so they use an artificial dye while American aperitifs are still happy to use real bugs. Ugh. People lack drinking bugs? With the right alcohol, people will drink anything. 
Here they are. Grazie. Uh, even if you're not drinking, Agent Arcus, you can join us in a toast. Salute. Mm. Um, how many have you had, Paloma? Not enough to forget that my father had his drone stamp nanobots all through my system. Right. Does it... Does it hurt? There's no actual physical pain, if that's what you mean. Does it hurt to feel like my thoughts are not my own? That not only is my mind swarming with my father's case files, but also now I can feel the signs he was striking up the end of the world? Yeah, that hurts. What signs do you mean? They don't call Rome the Eternal City for nothing. Are you saying something from the past is coming back, maybe? Someone. A lot of someones. A city this ancient has seen a lot of death. And with the Big Bang unraveling, all those spirits are restless. Coming back, bit by bit, from the very moment they died. You can't see them. At least not yet. But I can feel them. They're trying to speak through me. That sounds horrifying. Want to look? What do you mean? If we head over there, away from where everyone's looking at the Colosseum, I can demonstrate. Bring your drinks. You may need them. Uh, is it safe to do this by the edge of the rooftop? You won't fall. If I do, there are two agents of the Night Brigade right on hand to rescue me. Are you telling us you're about to open yourself to possession by a dead spirit? I wouldn't call it possession, exactly. It's maybe worse. When I'm too relaxed, like now after multiple Garibaldis, if I just let go, a voice from the dead speaks through me. You should watch what my father's legacy has given me. You say this happens when you relax enough? Like, when you go to sleep? I've barely slept since the bots invaded my system three days ago. But I think it only happens when I'm drifting off. I have to have a bit of consciousness. Like talking in your sleep. You don't do it all the time. So I have to make sure I'm in a locked room with good soundproofing. I don't need neighbors hearing a different voice saying something alarming and breaking in for a rescue that would only call attention to me. What these spirits say is alarming. The spirits are waking up from the moment they died. So yes, they are alarmed. They don't know what happened to them. And when they figured it out... <laughs> Watch. I'll take a deep breath. And then let go. Hello? Dove sono? Do you speak English? Che cosa? Inglese? Si, yes! Yes, I am. My throat! Who are you? Who are you? Are you police? Do do we look like police? Uh, Where am I? See the Colosseum! I'm still in Rome! I'm called Stoker. This is Arcos. What is your name? Uh, Calfi. How am I? Uh, oh, dear. I, I remember. What happened to you, Senor Calvi? 
Uh, am I alive? Uh, this is not my body. What's the last thing you remember? I... You cannot tell people where I am. We won't. How can I trust you? You are speaking to us through a young woman's body, but you aren't sure you can trust us? Uh, do you not recognize me? <laughs> no, of course you don't. I don't look like myself. Would we recognize you if you were in your own body? You might, yes. I cannot believe. You're with friends, Mr. Calvi. Take a breath and tell us what happened to you. <sighs> if I do, it might happen to you as well. We appreciate your concern. What year is this? What? Tell us what year you think it is. Let's start there. It is 1982. Before we were born. Speak for yourself. What? You are saying... This you... is 40 years later. Do you remember falling asleep? I... Only wish I could have fallen asleep. I'm realizing... I was killed. Dio mio. Mi ucciso. You are... Roberto Calvi. You... You do know me. Googled. Calvi died 1982. See the screen? Roberto Calvi was an Italian banker dubbed God's Banker by the press because of his close association with the Holy See. I'm clicking hmm. the links. They called me God's Banker. Yes. I can remember. I remember the noose tightening around my neck. They put bricks in my pocket. Toss me over the side of something. Blackfriars Bridge. It says here. They hanged me! Hold on to us. We're here. You're here with us. Uh, what does that mean? I have died? I have come back like this? This woman has channeled your spirit. And who killed me? You don't know? Online, it says people thought it was a suicide for years. I would never... People agreed you didn't kill yourself. There are other suspects, uh, the Mafia, uh, the Vatican Bank, uh, some crazy rat-wing Masonic Lodge. Did you see... Did you see your attackers? They were masked. They strangled me, but somehow I hung on as they slipped a rope around my neck. And you don't know who they were? I had many enemies. Well, why is your ghost here in Rome if you were killed in London? <laughs> you ask me to explain any of this. I had received death threats. I was running. And Rome was your home, of course. And so I am back here. For what? Why did you call me? We didn't. The woman channeling you. She told us spirits are coming back to speak. <sighs> but why? If I do not know who killed me, all that I can share is shock, pain. Sometimes speaking your truth is enough. It can mean something is freed. I'm to live in a world where I don't know why I died. Who killed me? Would you want to live in a world that exploding? We just might be. I, 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 I... Watch it! Hello! <laughs> This is Agent Stoker. Paloma Goethe collapsed with a scream under the strain of her possession by the ghost of Roberto Calvi. Luckily, we were in a bar where someone 
passing out could be easily explained, especially after drinking lots of Garibaldi's. Even more luckily, Agent Arcos was with me, so nobody thought I was involved in foul play. The bartender let us carry Paloma here to his manager's office to recover. And Paloma's pulse is fine. She's so tired. Who knows when she'll come around. What do we do about Roberto Calvi? What can we do? It's a murder from decades ago. Oh, there's a bookstore around the corner, a Libri Necessari. We could pick up some research on him. Well, his case is a symptom. Paloma made it clear he's not the only shade who's speaking again. The dead of Rome are rising through her. Good work, catching her when she fell. Normally it's me who has to do the physical work. You would have done it more elegantly. I ended up being a crash pad underneath her. Yes, you were willing to take the weight, Agent Stoker. Nice to see. After three days of living with her dad's job, she's losing it. She's drinking herself into a stupor. And I'll admit you were right about her father. Mm-hmm. He was too focused on the threat. Right. Understandably, maybe since the threat is only the end of all existence, but he decided he would deputize his daughter to continue his work after his death just because he thought he could. And what if she's not up to it? Europe has to have its own director of the Night Brigade. Someone, someone to send agents where they're needed against the apocalypse. I'm not... I'm not up to it. You're back. Where are we? The manager's office in that bar. You passed out. A man was speaking through me. He'd been hanging from a nose. I guess... uh, That's why my throat hurts? It was Roberto Calvi, the man they called God's banker. Oh, from that Godfather movie. I guess I saw something about that online. There's a fictionalized version of him hanging from the bridge in Godfather Part 3. Yeah, if you say so. You've never seen the Godfather movies. I'm interested in tech and jazz. Despite what a lot of guys seem to think, there's no law that people need to memorize every line of those films. Now it's my turn to say, if you say so. Meanwhile, I'm dying. Should we get you to a hospital? Is there a treatment for when you've been colonized by nanobots? Could you... Hmm, Could you expel them? I don't know. How would I? Search your mind. If you knew everything that your father knew, you might know how to control this. Mm, I... Perhaps I can. I understand you didn't ask for this, Paloma. But we're in a fight to save reality itself. You'd be welcome. I'd help if I could. But I don't have the heart for it. I can barely hold on to my own thoughts. (sighs) The trend in the data is clear. And it's overwhelming me. It's not letting me sleep. I don't think I can survive it. Every second, I feel another incident somewhere, large and small. And on top of that, it's all in the voice of my father. I spent too many years getting out of his shadow. I can't spend the rest of my life there. I can't. I know that feeling. This work, it's not for everyone. But I can sense... I can sense my father's specifications on the bots. I can expel them, but only if I give them a destination, someplace else to go. She needs a designated hitter. Like David Ortiz or Chili Davis. Someone who can step up to the plate for the hard pitch. Ooh, now it's my turn to say, if you say so. I'll do it. Would you? Oh, wait, I, I, 
think the question is, should you? Someone has to. Europe's been through enough. Someone needs to be looking out for them. You know that just three days with these bots has already driven this woman to drink. <laughs> right. Whereas I'm already there. Oh, so you're already so good at drinking that you can handle this? You can handle anything. Is that the argument? Don't forget who had to fish you out of the Mississippi. You have a partner, Agent Arcos. I'm alone. It makes sense for me to do this. That gin in Tel Aviv impersonated someone who means something to you. You're not oh. as alone as you believe. I don't think I should bring Layla any further into the world we work in. It almost killed her once. I've been told by somewhat reliable source that possibly she's better off without me. Let's say I'm... Let's say I'm unencumbered. Which would be an asset. Would you be unencumbered, though? Well, exactly. I wouldn't be. I, I'd be able to network with the other directors of the Night Brigade. Rosa in North America, Ronit in Asia, Agent Caliban in South America. I get that you'd like to reconnect with Agent Caliban, but that's not my point. Even if the two of us left you in this office right now, remember, you wouldn't be alone. You wouldn't be unencumbered. Now, would you? Oh, the Duke of the Sluach. You told me that spook in Scotland planted part of himself inside you. And if I knew everything that the Night Brigade knows... He'd know it too. That's an unsettling proposition. Can we afford to give a supernatural cannibal that kind of knowledge? That power? If I'm off the table, you must know the next logical prospect. I, I can't. You were just saying the question is really, should you? I live in Memphis. You made it over here to help me fast enough. Uh, well, because this work matters. It'll matter even more as a director of the Night Brigade. I... I have a wife. Who's also in the Night Brigade. Who'll understand. I don't know Agent Steerpike, but you make her sound like the perfect partner. Hmm? That's just it. She's... She's perfect. Or perfect for me. And if I change... How would you change? You've seen what's already happened to Paloma. But Paloma didn't accept this work. You did. What if I become something my wife wouldn't recognize? If she's perfect, or as close to perfect as makes no difference. She's gonna stay with you no matter how you change. <laughs> that sounds lovely. And easy to say. Who else could do it? I'm at a loss. The frequency of apocalyptic events is accelerating. The doomsday clock's ticking. I know. I know. I. <sighs> All right, Paloma. <laughs> Send the bots to me. I'll take this on. Oh my God! You will. You will. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Thank yeah, yeah. You. Let's do this before I come to my senses. Let me have it. Or them, or whatever. Then, here we go. How do you feel? Hmm? How do you feel? Let me check your pulse. I'm... I'm in touch with Rose. With Ronit. Agent Caliban says hello, Agent Stoker. <sighs> Your 
pulse is astonishingly steady. I'm free myself again. Seen so much, taken in so much history, so much future. I'm, I'm not sure, but it's working. I think we can win this. But, but, goddamn you, Agent Stoker! Ow! Oh. Wow! You slapped me. I know about you now, Agent Stoker. I, when I, someone I, changes, I, you don't necessarily stand by them, do you? I... You reassured me that my wife will understand if something happens to me. Where was your understanding in Mexico City? I... I I, I was I was young. I was scared. Keep telling yourself that. Oh, I do. I do. I have work to do. I have to get my wife here. I have to reach out to the agents in Prague, in sieges, in Oslo. Agent Stoker, you get over to Zagreb. You'll have to deal with Engage there. And then contact the directors. Of the Night Brigade in Africa, Australia, Antarctica, it's not too late. I can't say. Wow. Wow, indeed. That turned fast. Things do. More and more these days. Uh, what exactly did you do in Mexico City? What I'm spending the rest of my life trying to understand. Well, thank you. Thank you for getting me out of your life. I, I don't mean you specifically. Your life. I can't live the life of the Night Brigade. We will see if I can. Agent Stoker. Episode 208. Hanging. Starring Chris Connor as Agent Stoker. Rosa Gilmore as Agent Arcos. Desiree Giorgetti as Paloma and Roberto. Torben Liebrecht as Emil. Emily Deschanel as the voice of the Night Brigade. Directed by Patrick Hogan. Written by Brian Nelson. Music composed by Christy Carew. Additional music by the Parson Redheads. Sound designer and co-producer Patrick Hogan. Additional sound design, Tyler Kaiser. Producer, Larkin Bell. Producer, Dana Brower. Executive producers, Chris Connor and Brian Nelson. Produced under the jurisdiction of SAG-AFTRA. A production of Night Brigade, LLC. Agent Stoker will return in episode 209, Phoenix. We are living, living in a new age. Living in a new age. Kicking up the dust. We are living.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.